right, we're back for another episode of the Balcony Chatter podcast. Uh, Tim, how you doing today? Feeling good. Feeling good. Um, relatively quiet Sunday on the Boston sports front. Gearing up for this week. I'm ready. Yeah, we, we have a big week of sports for both NBA and NHL. It's almost too much. I can't make any other plans. We went from absolutely nothing to now everything all at once. Absolutely. Which is great. Don't get me wrong. Down to down to Patriots training camp, even. Right. Has there ever been a time where we've had all three at once? I mean, all four sports uh, yeah, at once? Yeah, it happens, I think there's like... A day? <laughs> it's like a day. I, actually, I don't think basketball ever touches it. I don't know. It, it's close, but it's not It's not quite... There's like two weeks where they're all pretty much kind of going, and then that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, nothing like this. Yeah, right. I mean, this is all completely new to everybody, so... The choices are a lot easier when, you know, it's like, I mean, I still... We still... My, my Myself and you would still probably watch a Bruins-Celtics early season game than Red Sox playoffs, maybe. Oh, yeah. But, you know... It's an easier choice for other people, but now it's like everything's important. Well, we don't have to worry about Red Sox playoffs this year, so it's fine. No, or for the foreseeable future, and that there yeah, right. is cold hard facts. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, uh, definitely not talking about baseball here. No, I mean, we won't even talk about how Mookie Betts hit three home runs in one game, but it's fine. If Anyways. Anything, if anything, that's all We I'm don't even about. care about that. I don't like the Red Sox. I like Mookie Betts. That's, <laughs> that's who I root for. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, a lot of a lot of stuff going on with the Bruins right now. Yeah, ups, downs, all arounds. Uh, ups, downs, and all arounds. So vacancies. I, uh, do fill in wh- spots. Where, where do you want to start? You want to talk about the uh, games that we've played I, so far? I think we should start with Tuca. Oh, um, okay. I think we should, and I want to start by saying, um, and I think we both agree. Uh, you know, I. If you don't want to do the bubble, fine. I, yep. I think that's that's completely your call. Uh, I guess with that, we should ex- accept and acknowledge the fact that some people are going to trial that. Maybe, maybe he's the only guy who's going to drop out. I don't know. Hopefully for the Bruins he is. Um, I... But, you know, you're allowed to do this. I understand. I know we both have some issues with the way he went about it. Yes. Um, and my my point though my accepting it and I know we're going to get into it but my final like my th- final thought on the matter is just that I I like a hungry for ice time happy to be out there experienced halak over a questioning his purpose <laughs> and existence Tuka Rask uh, so I wish Tuka the best and good health and he gets to go be a father and that's all great and the team uh, for the most part, seems like they support him still. So, you know, I, I'll stand with them on that. You know, he's their teammate. He's just my goaltender. You know what I mean? Um, right. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm ready for Halak time. It's we're, This is when we're we're definitely, we've and we've spoke on it in the past, this is when we're so lucky that Yaroslav Halak is our back, backup goaltender. Yeah, the only thing that I worry about with Halak is – can he stand? Can he last the entire playoffs? Say we were to make a deep run, we make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Is he going to be ready to play every single game right. with no nights off? I, mean, I don't know. I, there's obviously days off in between, but 
I just mean that was kind of his issue in the past is when he went he was playing with Montreal um, one of his thousand teams that he's played for yeah he they had a deep run they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and he got tired yeah and that's what I worry about but you got to make it there first and I and it also has a lot to do with momentum and well is this um, not the best season for him to come back after months off you know totally this is his stretch this is what this is what he has to do at most we're looking at 28 games out of him granted there's some back-to-backs in the playoffs now I didn't realize right. this but it, we have Wednesday Thursday this week should it go that far um yeah. that's I, I didn't realize we're up against that and that's difficult that's hard to expect out of uh you know that's uh, anybody I think yeah so before we get too off topic talking about Halak I think we should circle back to Tuka real quick um I, I I was also under the impression that you had to opt out by a certain time. So, to to, to me, him just without leaving... Without penalty, right. Right. It's, him just leaving without them stating that it was some form of family emergency or whatever it was, you know, I didn't think that that was allowed. I mean, I guess you can't really tell a person no, but um, I don't know. I, I was confused about that. I and, was confused by... His press conference the day before as well, which I think we should touch on. And and that's the thing that I, I worry about, too. You know, he says that he wanted to go home to be with his family. I get a little bit of a different impression that he just didn't care to be there anymore. Yeah. Um, and that and that probably had something to do with wanting to be home with his family as a newborn and all that. But, yeah, that's not, but I mean, that's not not part of it. Like No, but I also feel like he wasn't in it for hockey either. He just wanted to go home, which... If we go into this spiral of conspiracy theory, do you think that there's any chance that he intentionally failed the COVID test when he failed it back then to not have to play? Ooh, I love this deep, dark conspiracy theory stuff. <laughs> um, I I don't think that, but I think if someone was going to do it, Tuka Rask might. So, so yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah, I'll say I'll say it's not. I I wouldn't rule it out. Uh, I'm just throwing out the, the conspiracy <laughs> theory side of it because it's always fun. fun to talk about. That's yeah. absolutely fun, yeah. Uh, I don't. Do you? What do you think? I don't think he did either, but I'm, I'm the same exact way as you. If anybody was going to do it, it would be him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, um, rest in peace to uh, Tuka's bubble farts. No longer, yep. no longer plaguing yeah. Big Z or anybody else. Just the smell is awful. Yeah. Uh, I know, Z. I feel you. It's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Z looks like a forty-two-year-old man. Hey, that's another thing. Uh, <laughs> I think we're Chara going- is—he is struggling. Yeah, yeah, he. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll just we'll tie up the Tuka thing there. Uh, you know, I understand. Tuka's gone. It is what it oh, is. And the Time one, to move the, on. Well, the one thing we didn't say is just that text your coach. What? Like, that. Why that's are you going a big straight one. to? Why are you going straight to Sweeney? That's a uh, that's a questionable action in terms of what what comes of the future is that is that a bigger statement are we reading into that i don't think we are i think he i don't know especially and it, and especially now if they i don't know if they've talked since or if there's been any word on that but if they haven't then it's just like mm, something's up there and uh well that's the other thing uh, too let's though. keep bruce you know I'm, I'm i'm team keep bruce if we if we're in that so world but he tuka basically bailed on the team for whatever reason whether there was an emergency whether it, it i'm not putting he speculation was on it, it. He i, I was, think he, i don't think it's speculating to say he was over it but he left and he left 
hours before the game on game day. Yes. Players found out before the game. They didn't know. Like, it wasn't like uh, they had a team meeting the night before and they discussed this. Nobody knew about it except for Sweeney. He had, like, a serious fuck this, I'm out moment. Pretty much. So, I don't know. Here's the other Here's the other side of it is that Tuca has one more year on his contract, meaning next season is his last season, and then he becomes a UFA. Now, we have a couple options here. Uh, we either buy him out, which isn't going to happen. He retires. Or I don't want to say that – I don't want to say this as fact – because I don't know if he has a no trade clause or anything, but what is the what what's the probability that they leave him exposed for the Seattle draft? I think it's um, I think it's entirely possible now. Being the last year on his deal, last year on his deal, I think he, I don't think he's going to play hockey until fans are in the building. So that just stamps a question mark on what he does this year, this next season. Because that stamps a question mark on what, you know, what is hockey next year, you know. Um, I, I, I think it's possible he re, he does like a retirement until hockey's back to where he'll play it again. I think it's possible. Uh, I guess my my biggest thing is I think the one of the, one of the least possible things is that he suits up as a Bruin next year to me. I, I don't know why. And. Again, that, that maybe there's your pipe and hot take, but it just that it feels different. It feels like something yeah. has shifted in the atmosphere to me. So well, that's just obviously reading off of nothing, but you know something feels off, and uh, I think he's over hockey a little bit, and he just had a lot of time away from hockey and said he didn't think of it once. Uh, maybe he only likes playing at certain times a year, but uh, I mean that's very obvious by the comments that he made. Well, it's hockey in August; it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It does. Well, that's that's it does the funny matter. thing because this this <laughs> happens to be when the Stanley Cup playoffs are, for right. the for twenty twenty. Welcome to twenty twenty, yep. Tuca. We're all living in it, and it's fucking wild. And so the reason I say is he gone next year is because we have potential, um, really good goaltending in the pipeline, and we have Halak tied up in a con- on you know he's going to be back next year. He's already signed a contract, um, so. If Tuca doesn't want to be part of the team and they have a very limited window with the players that they have, I'm talking about Bergeron and Krejci and some of these guys that aren't getting any younger, you need a good goaltender that wants to be there. If you got a guy that wants to be there half the time or in October until January, then see you later. Yeah. Um I I don't I don't know. I guess we can kind of leave it at that and see what happens over the next few months because from what I'm understanding is we're going to do this playoff and then we're going to almost go directly into next season with with a couple, maybe a couple months off. Um, there's not a huge amount of time off in between, but everything changes. We could be in the second wave of COVID or whatever, and we don't know. But yeah. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. Um, but no more Tuca. That's Pasta was at. still out for game three, yeah. and the Bruins pulled out a win. Mm-hmm. Um, we are up in the series two to one. And I'm feeling pretty good after that last game. I feel great. Um, I just they, it, they a lot of things are clicking. A lot of things aren't, uh, but a lot of things are. And uh, you know, my I, t- I texted you this. My my highlight has been uh, okay, Brad. All right, I see he, you, there, man. I see there was you a few saying these round robin shit doesn't matter. 
Yep. He's got five points in three games. Yep. He's, I mean, all the power he to you, man. He did what you wanted. Yeah, he did. I said, I, yeah, he did. He's putting those, He's putting pucks on net. Yep. Um, okay, dude. I'll shut up. Props. That was, I mean, hell yeah. He's. I mean, he's been a, a shining light of this offense. It's him and then a man by the name of David Krejci. Okay, so before I, you know, I, I want to continue talking about this, but we do have a few texts that came in, and one of them was about David Krejci, so I want to read that. All right. Um, also, just a reminder that you guys can now call, leave us a voicemail, um, send us a text to uh, leave us a message, and we'll talk about it on here, and, and hopefully we'll be able to get to all of them, but sometimes uh, we may not be able to get to every single one. But one of the texts was about David Krejci and basically says, um, David Krejci has been the best player on the ice for Boston throughout the first three games of this series. Um, if playoff Krejci's here to stay, the Bruins are going to be a team that are, that's hard to beat moving forward. So, yeah. that and I think that's true. I mean, I when David Krejci is on his game in the playoffs, I mean, just by watching these last three games, he makes the entire team is different. Yeah. So, I think that we really need to keep you know hoping that he's going to be the way that he is right now because that second line is the best line on the ice right now martian's been having a great you know he's been playing very well but we're missing pasta bergeron's been out there um, i mean yeah he, a fan thank you game winner amazing but yeah. right um, um but that, Krejci, was, that was that felt like one of the only glimpses we've seen of him right second line and fourth line have been by far the best and then um, Coil as well. Yeah. Yeah, Coil's so, been uh, playing pretty unreal. We're getting pretty lucky with that second line with Krejci, and Kasha is actually playing very, very well. And they've Only been thing bumping done, Coil up too, right? He's been he's been in on with... Well, I don't know. It's strange because the last game they were switching people up on that first yeah, line because they, they Bjork s- had three penalties. Right, they switched. Yeah, they threw him up in there. Uh, yeah, at one point when I was yeah watching, but yeah, I mean overall, that, I mean that last game we absolutely outplayed Carolina, um, and if we play like that in the next game, we'll beat them again. So I hope that that's what happens. And I mean this team's playing well right now, and we don't even have pasta out there, and we don't even have uh, let's call it a number one goaltender. Yeah, so he's a one five though. I agree. He's not a number two. Well, I mean, him and Tuca won that won the award this year combined. Like you know, they were the best goaltending tandem in the league. So you got to give him credit where credits due. I mean, he's yeah. a great goalie, and he is a he he's a starter as in a backup position. Yeah. So it's good to have him. Definitely, it's huge. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna keep hockey interesting in Boston because uh, yep. you know what what a. What a great thing it is to have Halak as your backup goaltender in 2020, I'll tell you. Totally. Uh, speaking of goalies, I got another text. Uh, my buddy Austin from Boston. Oh. Yeah. He goes, hey, yeah, Austin from Boston here. Wanted to give my two cents on the Rask sitch. Yeah, I think it's a good thing. <laughs> I love the yes. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good thing what he's doing. Gives Halak some play time and limelight. And anyone who's a Bostonian knows it's family first, no matter what. I bleed black and gold, baby. Let's get this W tomorrow. Let's get this W for sure. All fair points. All fair points. And I am ex- just, like my biggest thing is I'm very excited about Halak, and, and maybe I should be a little more worried. 
like you are, but uh, I, I'm, well, I'm, I, I see it. I, I don't know. It's, it's like it's still on it's still on the table for us. I, di- I didn't take it as a tremendous blow. If he needs some rest, and we got to – who's behind him? Is it Varner behind him? No, right now we have Vlader behind Vlader, him. Is, yeah. um, and then I forget who actually the second backup is just in case. But it, it's not that I'm – I have, like, I'm concerned about it. I think that it actually gives us another – another thing to rally around now i know like we we got left we got left to figure this out by our number one goalie yeah and maybe we don't hold like hold it against him but we also have to think like now we have to rally around what we have and we got to get the job done and maybe this is where they really turn it on because they have something new to play for this is my question can we get a player now can we put someone through like quarantine for like a goaltender, I mean, whatever. I doubt it because they had they had a very wide range of, like they have so many extra players up there right now for the for the Bruins that they don't like they have so many extra defensemen. They have like five or six extra dis, extra defensemen. Right. So I don't think that they really even need that. Like, who else are you going to bring up? Another Providence guy? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I suppose maybe if they get down to their their last goaltender, then oh, the God. league would be like, "Hey, you could oh, man. have a guy come up here in quarantine for two weeks and hope that you make it through." But you know, it's it's tough. Gosh. I don't know. All right. Well, I agree with Austin. Let's get this W tomorrow. I've, Let's get this looking w. good. The Canes are are no pushovers. I'll give them that. Uh, and just when you think the game's in control, they can really let you know it's not. Uh, but it's been a great series so far, um, you know. All I care about is not letting Dougie Hamilton score. Me too. And like, I would if someone wants to punch him in the face, like, <laughs> let's go. I'm, I'm here for it. That's like, that's at least ten percent of why I'm watching every second of every game. You know, the for sure. Ninety percent is because it's Bruins playoff hockey, baby. Let's go. Yep. But, uh Yeah, I just want someone to knock him, dude. And he kept, dude. He kept getting a stick to the face. <laughs> Wouldn't get called. It, it, ha- it. it happened to him <laughs> twice. I was like, all right. <laughs> if you don't want to take five minutes to pummel him, yeah, might as well just charge. Slapped him in the face with a stick. He's like, hey, former line partner, a couple times. <laughs> oh man, yeah, fucked up. Uh, Sorry, no love for you, Doug. No love for him, man. He had his chance and he blew it. Good riddance. Um, but so. The the Bruins aren't the only thing we're here to talk about today. No. Uh, I figure let's switch over and let's start talking about the Celtics. Um, we got games coming up. This The first round of the playoffs are starting, I believe, today. Tomorrow. I'm going to say today because, well, we're recording this on Sunday, but I think that we're going to put it out tomorrow. So yes, today. Happy basketball t- playoffs. I'm happy jealous of you playoffs. all. I'm jealous. I still have to sleep. Um yeah, baby, we're in. We got, uh, I think we got four, four series tipping off tomorrow. Um, as my NBA app, which shout out to the NBA app, always a long load time. NBA app, <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Um, yeah, we got, we got, uh, we got four games firing off tomorrow. We got the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets series, which I expect the Nuggets to handle. Uh, the Nets and Raptors, which is just going to be a sad, quick sweep for the Raptors. Um, uh, the Mavs and the Clippers are tipping off. That's an unfortunate one. I wish the Mavericks were able to leapfrog the Jazz, but uh, they'll probably be handled pretty quickly. It won't be a very long Luka Doncic uh, 
playoff premiere, in my opinion. Um, but then we got our boys against the 76ers, who are missing. They're number one, number two. I don't know where you put them. Guy, Ben Simmons, done for the season. So, I mean, I feel pretty good. Do we have any answer for Joel Embiid? Still no. Not at all. Um, <laughs> not even a little bit. But they don't have an answer for all of our guys. Um, I think a sweep is a... Stretch? It, it's a, Yeah, it's, I think it's cocky. I think they're going to catch us off guard and slap us in the mouth one of the games. Could be the first one. Could be tomorrow. I hope it's not. Uh, but they, if everyone's on, you know... As as we've said in the past, if everyone's on, this team is definitely unstoppable. The 76ers cannot stop this team. Joel Embiid can drop 50. Like, I don't care. Like, if, if, if Gordon and Kemba and Jason and Jalen and Marcus all show up, it is, a, it is going to be handled. Those games will be handled. Um, I, feel, I feel really good about this series. Uh, unfortunate. That Ben Simmons is down. I feel bad. I do feel for my Sixers fans, and I would like to take the Sixers on full, you know, full force and see if we could do it. But you know, like I've said all year, we I don't think we match up very well with a healthy 76ers team. So I'll take it. So we get to see our old friend Al Horford. We do. Yeah, Al's been playing all right in the bubble. He's uh, from what I hear from my Sixers fan friends, he's pretty damn frustrating and. Uh, every time you see him miss a shot, you just think that his contract was a hundred million dollars for four years. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I uh, I got some love for Al. I mean, I love Al, but you know, I can't believe he went to Philadelphia. But you know, he's he's getting he's been getting some extra minutes because Joel's been struggling with injuries too. That's a whole other thing. Um, I just hope we can make it a quick series uh, just to be able to gear up for whoever might be on the other side of that. So they are going to be completely lifting the restrictions on, on Kemba, right? I believe so. It should be at that point. They say that he is healthy enough now to not have a restriction because of the knee or whatever it yeah. may be. So I think for I a mean, while there they were just doing it just to keep doing it. I mean, just to be safe. You're yeah. going to make the playoffs no matter what. It, yeah. You know, uh I think that that makes this team scary. Like, I mean, they already kind of were before because if they were all on, but now you have all these other players that if they were to, if one guy was to slip up, then you have three others that might, you know, step up big time. Talking like the four, you know, the the four that I'm thinking are Hayward, um, Kemba, Brown, and, and Tatum. So I, I think – if one of those guys is off for that for the night, then it's not the end of the world. You know, we have a lot of talent to be spread out across this team, and I'm excited. But one thing I am concerned about, and I'm curious on your opinion, when when is a good time for Gordon Hayward to leave the bubble? Uh, not never. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that that's the reason uh, I asked that is, would you rather see him go tomorrow and hopefully be back within? A, couple weeks or a week absolutely. or however long absolutely or would you rather it be later on i want to get it over with yeah me too no absolutely if we can get any form of this team in the end and i don't know when she's due and maybe that's something i should look up but i feel weird doing that yeah <laughs> don't you feel like that's like a little too much i'm sure thousands of people have done it i'm sure major sports he networks are reporting on exactly when that is but right. it just feels weird to google that um it's yeah a it's, it's never a good time but uh you know sooner than later 
Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's just something that I was kind of thinking about. It's like you feel pretty confident that you're going to get through this first series, but then you might not feel so confident in the second series or, or, or further down the line. So what happens when we get to a big game and he goes, hey, I, I'm really sorry, but I, I need to go do this. And then we're down. And, and I think the best thing he did was take the heat for it a month ago. Yeah, he, he was. He's not. He's not going to blindside anybody like with this. He's like, when my when my wife goes into labor, I'm leaving the bubble. Right. Go ahead. Good. Go be a father. Go be a family man. Absolutely. You know. Uh, but that's the difference. He said he's coming back. Tuka. Tuka, come on, man. Tuka's wife already had the baby. He ain't coming back. Nope. What? What if he tries to come back? What if home is that rough? <laughs> Oh man, but just and this is really quickly and not to circle back on that at all. But Tuca, just in that presser which we touched on, he I've never seen him look so angry. He just looked pissed off and that he hated where he was, and I've never seen that in him. That's why that's why I just think something changed. But anyways, back to the back to the green and white. Yes, please. Um, I'm ready. I got some stats that I don't really uh, want to share. But I will. Okay. And those are that uh, Brad Wanamaker is is actually leading the league in two categories. If oh, I, I can, saw this. If I can even find it. But it's it's free throw percentage, I believe. Yeah, it was like 90-something percent. And then, and then it was some other stat that I, I honestly don't know what it tracked. But uh, all right, I'll bite. Kudos. Kudos, Brad Wanamaker. Good on you. I don't know. He's yeah, still kind of stressful to watch, but him and Shemi, I think, played a little tighter down the stretch. I'll be honest, I did not uh, wake up and watch that Wizards game. I did not see who won the backup sweepstakes for who's getting minutes in the playoffs rotations. But I uh, heard we got some taco time in there, which is it's fun. Pretty, it's pretty big of you to give him a compliment, seeing as you haven't been his Yeah, I moved on, Andrew. Fan. I moved along. I, I moved along very quickly. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I mean, cool. That's great. I'm... <laughs> I'll take it. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at this. He stresses me out. Uh, <clears throat> one thing I do want to touch on. Robert Williams III. Bob Bill. My God. He's been playing phenomenally. And uh, I love his attitude. He came out the other day. He said when Marcus Smart's on defense, like his intensity like drives me to be more intense. And just like seems to – maturity was the word that they threw out a lot. And like that was an issue or whatever. I think I never thought it was going to be too much of an issue, uh, and uh, I think he's he's very legit now. But he's like clearly also growing, so it's just going to get better. And uh, you know that 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 man right there could definitely be the Celtic center of the future. You know, I think he's going to do that thing that all centers do. Like he's pretty tall and lanky now, and like so is like Willie Cauley Stein. And then like his third or fourth year, he's just suddenly like a tank. And I think he'll probably do the same thing. And he's, I mean, where wherever he plays center, I think he's going to be a starting center in this league. And it's good to see him back. I mean, hip shit isn't fun. And yeah. for big guys can really, I mean, oddly enough, like, you would think oddly enough maybe or maybe not, but, you know, end careers and really affect careers and make guys never be able to play the same way. Um, so great to see. Bob Bill's my high note. I'm a big fan of Bob Bill and everything he's been doing off the bench. And he's definitely, uh, you know, we have a three-center rotation. You know, none again. None of them could stack up to Embiid, but it'll be fun to watch Bob Bill in there. Maybe you can get a block on him or something. It'll be good. 
I love that you keep calling him Bob Bill. Robert Williams, Bob Bill. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Uh, so how do you feel about some of these other matchups going into this? Like, do you feel that – is there any teams that you feel are just going to kind of walk through? Or, I mean, we I guess you can kind of think the Lakers might do something similar or – No, no, um, no, no. Let's go Blazers. I think the Blazers can steal two games. I think the Lakers series is going six. Okay. This Blazers team is, I mean, Damian Lillard's been playing out of his mind, and I think the Lakers have sucked in the bubble. And I know that they clinched pretty early on, but I think they've sucked in the bubble. And if I was a Clipper, I would be, like, not afraid of them at all. They hung around with them without two of their best players off the bench. Two men two men who are up for six men of the year award again, back-to-back years. And uh, one of them they don't even have back. And uh, it's just... I don't know. I think the Lakers should be nervous. Uh, I was talking to my friend about how I do think there's, like, my, the superstition part of me thinks that they got some Kobe juju on their side. And, um, you know, I obviously would love – I think it would be an amazing story for them to win. But uh, I, I, I am concerned about the Lakers, and also I am a Celtics fan. So uh, if they don't win, I'm it's not going to crush me. <laughs> So uh, I, I really like that we did this last time when we went through the, the different scenarios here and, and you gave your opinion on who you think is going to yeah, win. Yeah, easy. We did that with the NHL. So yeah. um, so let's run through this real quick before we continue talking about Celtics and um, see what you have for picks here. Okay, cool. So you and have, then uh, you one thing I want to touch on right before that is uh, the playing game was a lot of fun. Love that. It'd be cool if they had that format going forward. I, I would oh, love yeah, I would yeah. love for the league to adapt that for both conferences going forward. If it's within four games, it's a play-in game. I thought that was great, and like the one win to two win thing, it, like the lower seed had to win twice. Portland handled them yesterday, but the game was fantastic. Ja Morant, my rookie of the year, in my opinion, but uh, him going at Dame like that, and just showing like the future with the present, great stuff. More play-in games for the NBA, in my opinion. But yeah, let's rip. All right, so in that first in that first one in the West, you got the Lakers and the Blazers. You're saying you think the Lakers are going to take it? I do think they handle it, but I don't think it's easy. Okay. Uh, Rockets and Thunder. Who Man, you got? this is the one I will not bet on. Um, okay. There's always one. So this is when we really find out if game planning night in and night out against the centerless Houston Rockets uh, is actually going to be their Achilles heel or if it's going to work. Uh, I think it's their Achilles heel. I think this game could go. I think this series could go seven. I'm going to take Thunder in seven. So I'll, I'll, I'll keep with it. I'm going to say Lakers in six, Thunder in seven. I'll, I'll give the team and the game numbers that I'm predicting here. Okay. Um, next up, we got the Nuggets and the Jazz. So uh, speaking of players leaving the bubble because their uh, you know their wives are having children, um, starting starting point guard for the Utah Jazz. Excuse me, Mike Conley just had a kid, and he is out of the bubble. So uh, I that really makes Denver uh, a bigger favorite than they already were. Uh, I think Denver Denver kind of handles it. Maybe Donovan Mitchell pulls some crazy stuff and gets a couple games here. I'm going to go Denver in six. Okay, that seems fair. Um, the Clippers and the Mavs. Oh, man. Uh, long live Luka Doncic. I love him. It's my favorite player in the league, I think. Uh, my favorite non-Celtic for sure. Uh, I don't think they're going to win a game against the Clippers. Clippers in four, I think. Wow. Yeah. 
Maybe, but I, it, they just it didn't look good all year. These they got these guys, uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. You know, I don't know. They're kind of like the two of the best defensive uh, players. They're the all right. Yeah, they're all they're right. They're fine. They can really render uh, Luka Doncic useless, uh, <laughs> which is pretty flabbergasting to see. But yeah, I, I, I'm unfortunately Clips in four. Okay, um, the Bucks and the Magic. Uh, Bucks and four. Magic are dilapidated at best. Uh, Ooh. Just they don't have a lot of guys, and uh, Giannis is angry. You know, Giannis is angry enough to headbutt uh, a player that doesn't <laughs> matter. So, uh, yeah. fuck the Bucks, but Bucks and four. Uh, Pacers and Heat. That's gonna be a good series. Um, no, actually, it might not be. I think Miami's just going to handle it. And T.J. Warren has disappeared, or Michael Jordan Warren, what, it was a lot of people, M.J. Warren, what people have been calling him. Uh, we, maybe we all kind of thought he was, but he's like completely disappeared, and they clearly did need that. I, I think Miami can handle this in five. Okay. Um, obviously, we have the Celtics and the Sixers, yeah. where we're thinking Celtics. But what do you? How, how far do you see this going? Five. Yeah. Five. Five. All right. I think we drop one. Um, I'll be upset if that's longer. <laughs> I really want us to just have a minute before who we will see in the next round, which will be the Toronto Raptors. We got the Toronto Toronto in four over the Nets. Yeah, you, you, we started this kind of with you saying that the Raptors were gonna we're gonna handle the Nets pretty easily yeah. in four games. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the Nets have been obnoxious. I could be wrong there, hundred percent. I mean, it w- it would be great if they could have an upset, yeah. because then we should have we, potentially second round would be great. We should lob another call to Jack just to see how he's feeling at some point during that series. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I mean, the Celtics have a pretty good matchup. So I mean, we should we shouldn't be thinking that we're automatically going to the second round, no, but we shouldn't. It's it's. It's doable for sure. I mean, it's, it's not. It's, it's not more out of than, the question. It's more than doable, in my opinion. Right. But, um, but so is so is dropping this series is more than possible. So they really gotta be careful and buckle down. And I I think they're all with it. I don't think anyone's looking. I don't think anyone on that team's looking past the Sixers. I think they're all stoked that he he doesn't have Ben Simmons. But they think they they go into every single night and want to win. And that's what they say. Yeah. They just focus on the game uh, ahead. So ideally, they're keeping that mentality as they usually do gonna just and just bit by bit take down the Sixers hopefully in four but I think it's probably gonna be a five uh what is your biggest concern going into the this series um, for like team wise as far as you know if this doesn't happen off nights we're in trouble off nights. yeah just because we're hurt so bad by off nights um Tatum I think could have a couple of bad games or he's a freak right Tatum, right. Tatum's it's, going it's one on of two ways yeah. He's going one of two ways. He's not keeping consistently. He's about to snap into a gear that no one's seen and terrify the league, or maybe stumble a little bit as like, a, you know, it's not his sophomore year, but it's kind of like a, I don't, know, I don't know, you know, it's still an early playoff run for him. He's got plenty of experience, but he doesn't have a lot of failure in the playoffs almost, you know. So I yeah, I feel like maybe he could look past it. I think Jalen Brown's going to play insane. I think Jalen Brown is going to be the last. Like the last person you would place a question mark anywhere near on this team. I think okay. he's going to play incredible. I think Kemba's going to play out of his mind. Uh, Gordon's going to be focused until we lose him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just think all these guys are going to be on a different level. Uh, just your, you know, your leaders on this team, and that's just going to, you know, that's just going to top top down the roster and make sure everyone's feeling that way and everyone's hungry for. I it. mean, 
you got to expect that Kemba's kind of chomping at the bit here to get in there and he's get ready some for the leash. Serious, yeah, get the leash right. Off him. Exactly, he's ready to go. Yep. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So, I mean, the 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 if all of those players are on, we've said this in the past that nobody can beat the Celtics. I mean, people could beat them obviously in a seven game series, but on the way to the finals, I don't think that there's a lot of teams that, aside from the Bucks, which who are beatable also. That, I, we, I think that yeah. if we can beat them. If for sure. everybody's on, then we're we're just as tough to beat as anybody. Yeah, I'm more afraid of the Raptors than the Bucks, and also obviously, let's get there. I'm not trying to. Yeah, no, I'm not for looking sure. Past I'm, the Sixers either, but I'm more right, afraid of the exactly. Raptors than the Bucks. So, uh, next yep. next round would be the the bigger test, in my opinion. If we should we get there. Well, and then that's the other thing too, right? When you get to if you were to make it through the first two rounds, you get to the semifinals. I mean, you're you're really feeling yourself as a team. You're really feeling the momentum, and whoever you're playing up against, you're going up against is going to have a tough time to beat you no matter what because, you know, you're feeling it, they're feeling it as well because they made it as far as you have. But, I mean, the momentum really goes a long way too, especially if a lot of these players had really good games leading up to this, you know, to the next round or whatever. It, it makes them feel pretty confident about how they've been playing and how they can continue to play. And I think that goes a long way with guys like Tatum and and Brown. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see how tight of a uh, lineup Brad rolls out if we're playing uh, anywhere. It's going to be somewhere between 8 and 11 players, and I would think it'd be on the leaner side, but Brad loves trying things all year and even in the playoffs, so we'll see. So, So, as we wrap this up, the last question I'll ask you is what is uh, you kind of touched on a little bit on what might be the worst thing for the Celtics like what happens what would make us lose but what do you think is the key to to us winning like is there a certain player or is it just about the team playing well yeah it's just it's just the whole team you kind of need everyone to show up um you know we we just don't have interior defense so it's just Play great perimeter defense um, and do the best you can on the interior. Try to get double teams and, uh, you know, consistent defense with consistent offense. And I truly would take this team playing its – every player on this team playing its best against every player on any other team playing its best. Truly. I, I think uh, that we're just deeper if everyone's on. And uh, I don't know. I feel good. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. It's, uh, you know – Playoffs tomorrow. Let's go. I'm ready. Yeah, so we got Celtics first game. We got Bruins game four. Yeah. Uh, it's a big, big day for us, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm sure you are too. Yeah, guys, enjoy it. Happy playoffs, everybody. We're all there now. Uh, for for everybody listening, if you don't know, it is 6.30 p.m. for the Celtics and 8 o'clock for the Bruins. So Eastern time be able to be able to uh yeah eastern time sorry <laughs> we'll be able to watch um most of the celtics game before the bruins game assuming that there isn't a five overtime game that happens before before the bruins game again but you know when would that ever happen i don't know probably tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> oh man they really didn't think of that that's amazing no oh well we could do a whole other 40 minutes on that i'll digress oh yeah oh man well, all right, man. All right, guys. Let's go. Let's go, Bruins. Let's go, Celtics. Let's see how we do it, and then uh, we'll catch up again this week and kind of talk about those games. Hopefully, some dubs. 
Hopefully some dubs. All right. All right, man. Stretched. Was it all